You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome to episode 130 of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. That's right, the 130, one churdy. Uh, I love even numbers. And um, one thing about this show tonight is that um, the only thing that was even was Drew's takes on who's going to win the games that were also tied in with uh with everything else where the the signs of god and vegas gods were pointing were correct and i was bamboozled um i'm shook i'm hurt lots to talk about probably gonna get roasted by drew uh maybe a roast of of not very vengeful right now though you're not well i mean you're pretty satisfied because you had a a fucking great day i did great money subscribers and our subscribers had the great money day and see like that's why I can't be mad because I'm like you know you put that work in and like now all of our garage fam are like eating because they listen to you and I'm the only one that probably didn't so yeah my favorite is uh when one of our subscribers didn't they comment this isn't this week this was like weeks ago like screenshotted the content and said like Chase did you not listen to the content yeah exactly like because i did a dfs play and he was like it was a showtime slate though right yeah he was like i'm confused and i was just like uh that it was carson wentz yeah i picked carson wentz and carson wentz died and i think it was uh got him last i think it was the homie nick that hit us up and was like yo he was like you didn't like read your content i'm like that's drew's content that he puts out for the little garage fam and my eyes get broken sometimes because my my pride and my emotion gut plays come out. And, and you think, just don't want to side with me. Right. Yeah, because I'm a hard-headed, stubborn fucker. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I have to admit that. I, I've learned to admit this is going to be a night of admittance um, during the roast of, of – uh, and I have to call myself this, I feel like, because – A roast I'm, of the garage guy? Garage guy. Yeah, you call me garage guy. A uh, lot, lot of the squad calls me Garage Guy, and it's like, moment of clarity I, for you. I, I forgot my name after after watching. Uh, Your name is canceled until further notice. Yeah, man, it, it's like so. I guess that's like the the debt that I have to pay for uh, for not for not paying attention to uh, to our Patreon subscription page. And let's be real, uh, Garage Guys Fancy Sports Patreon patreoncom guys. We had winners. For like the final week of content from Drew. Yeah. I'm super pumped. It's my first year to document every single play. And uh, we definitely came out in the green. So that's a, it's an awesome thing to do. Not many people can do it. So I'm pumped for it. Masterful success. I have nothing to say, but congratulations. I'm proud of you. I'm a proud papa. Um, and uh, and, and the, student, the student becomes the teacher. But I think that, I think that you've always been the teacher when it comes to this shit. So I'm slightly worried. I'm slightly worried by showing you more and more about this world that you're going to um, be a degenerate boy. Yeah. It's, it's definitely starting to happen. We'll get into that too. Um, I'll, I'll briefly talk about my day and how that went. If you follow me on Twitter, you probably already know. 
Um, or if you listen to last week's episode, uh, or listen to, to Friday's episode, 129, you already know exactly how today went for me. But there was a silver lining to the day. I'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, go to patreon.com slash garage guys. Football is over. However, a couple more weeks. I'm sure we'll have something written up for the Super Bowl as far as best bets go. Of course. Um, we'll definitely have that. DFS. We'll showdown there. article. We'll do a little showdown. And then uh, – but the big the big news, the big fun is uh, NASCAR. So we're getting you guys ready to go into NASCAR. Got a little bit of NASCAR news to talk about. Not really NASCAR news, but racing news to talk about tonight. A little brief topic. And uh, that will be at the end of the show. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped for NASCAR, super pumped for the sport, super pumped to get back into DFS, win some money, do some best bets with NASCAR. It's going to be fun. going to be a great year. So RIP, Mac Miller. RIP, RIP. You know, we had to open the show with something different. I kind of like, uh, you know, taking the, the special occasions and, uh, and doing some different, different tunes, different tracks. So we're opening and closing with some Mac. I kind of um, miss the cold opens, though. We haven't done one in a while. We Well, dude, we just haven't had anything crazy. Like, we could reuse my knee one time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we could have used reused my knee tonight, but it just didn't happen because uh, we got to get... respect Mac. Yeah, that is, I kind of wish the score would have stayed. I mean, it was a blowout the first half of 27-0, and then they kind of clawed back into it, even though it was garbage time. But if it would have finished like 38-6, kind of like our, the regular season game, we could have done the my knee again. Yeah, I just didn't – It didn't seem right. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad that they actually scored more points, but this was not enough. It was not the uh, performance I thought we were going to see from this team at all. Um, not I as tried upset. to troll the Packers. Did you see that with my Jimmy Graham taken and you, Jimmy Graham scored? You did. Well, he didn't really score. They called it back, and Aaron Jones had to run it in. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but uh, I quote tweeted that, and I said, I said, speak into existence. I don't know if you caught that. I know you've been a busy boy on Twitter. Um, my most tweets in a day yeah, ever. It was. It was incredible. So, you, so a lot, a lot's happening. Lots folding up. But yeah, get over to Patreon.com/slash/Garage guys. Get ready for the NASCAR content coming soon. Um, but yeah, the the bet day for me today. Obviously, I had the uh, money line for the Titans and the Packers did not go well. But towards the end of the night, I started coming to my senses. You know, the bandwagon ended for me with the Titans. That's done now. Um, I talked about on Twitter about my experience being a bandwagon Titans fan. And there will always be a special place in my heart for the Tennessee Titans now, um, especially after visiting Nashville, going to Nissan Stadium. Yeah, I and, think you uh, should stay a fan. Man, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Saints fan, number one, but I think that I'm going to continue being a Titans fan, secondary Titans fan. How could you not? I mean, you like Derrick Henry, you like Johnny, you like – Dude, I, I like all the unusual suspects before I even liked Henry. I used to clown on Derrick Henry. I still clown on Derrick Henry for having Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo hanging out the back of his head. But, uh, but I can't deny that he's a dog, and he can run like a motherfucker, and he's big, and he's badass. Um, I didn't Where like him. in fantasy drafts next year, by the way? I'm calling 1.03. <sighs> Dude, he's, he's up there. He's first-round material. Yeah, he's going to go third. Uh, he has found his place in uh, in in author's offense. Put it that way. Um, they finally got it going. They finally got it right. So yeah, he's definitely first round material. Um, the mo- the most important question is where does Johnu go? I'm calling him the 101. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> guys. Please don't take that realistically. But I still love the boy Johnu Smith. They've but, learned that by now to just take your stuff. Yeah, they know. 
Except, like, Larry, dude, Larry is, like, our most loyal Twitter follower. Not me. Larry hates me. Yeah, Larry loves me. Me and Larry Larry's like, time. Larry's like, I'm going to go down with the ship and just lose my money with Chase. That's right, dude. He's Because he, that's respect right there. That's that's loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. I'm going to tweet at Larry soon. Henry. Larry, why do you hate me? I love, I love the fact that, like, me and him basically just, like, like conjured these nicknames. Like, Henry Hustle, Tommy Tannehill, uh... Did he invent any of these? Uh, I think that he invented Janu's today. He had Janu hands from hands from God Smith. I like that. I fuck with that one. Um, I bet Larry went all in today on Titans defense. Oh, dude, yeah, just like Mattress Mac. See, I thought I was having a bad day until I actually realized that someone flew down, spent money to fly to Mississippi, and bet a million dollars on Titans money line at plus three hundred. That's when I realized that my day wasn't so bad. Yeah, he. Um, I think I tweeted at you. Maybe I didn't saying that that you, was you. You sent me a DM. You said, "Are you mattress smack?" You? <laughs> you were so pumped about that money line. I was it like, "Man, me. it's actually not that good of a price." No, it was like it me. But yeah, mattress smack better me. That that's a that's tough. That's a hefty day. Well, he won so much money off the Strohs, bro. He doesn't give a fuck. Who uh, cheated? That's, that, yeah. that's, that's actually a good topic. You know, we should wait maybe in the off season and say. I know, I know. I've seen it all over Twitter. I know dick about it. I have not read into it. Well, I, nothing I know to something do with about the actual topic. Nothing to do with that. So they were busted for cheating big time, like more than the Patriots cheating. And people that are saying that they bet a lot of money against the Astros or for the Astros are so cheated. Like, like, yeah, is this is this ever going to be regulated? Like that's a good question because now we're seeing sports books legalized, whereas years ago everything was um, offshore. So it wasn't that's regular. the that's the risk you take though at this point. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if you get into regulating this shit, then that's when it, sports betting is going to really go downhill. Well, that's what's happening. It's going to be it's going to be regulated. It's going to be taxed for sure. Um, I mean, depending on who you're, what state you're living in, all that stuff. It's everybody's different. So a little tip for people that are getting into sports betting is legalizing it's been the downfall well not that just look at your rules because there's little small things that people that states will do that actually cut your winning percentages and you don't even realize what's happening so Oof. Um, just just be careful and realize that you're, you know you're gonna get taxed for your winnings and all that and you know if you got a good personal connection with a bookie maybe you stick with them longer than you yeah be you, smart uh, be smart boys and girls that's all you gotta right. do just be smart be weary so there was a silver lining uh, to to my day, and it came down to Raheem Mostert, who went the fuck off in this game, which was incredible. One of the things that I did call, um, I think it's the uh, things we agreed on. Yeah, it was like uh, we, we we talked about that. We talked about it on the 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 Josh Robinson exclusive on our Patreon page for those of you guys that listen to that and check that out, uh, and we talked about it on episode one twenty nine. So. That was the one thing that I got to take away from and, and was right on. It was that Mostert was going to be the one that got the bulk of the workload. And he took that and really capitalized on bulk of what bulk of the workload meant and, uh, and killed it over 200 rushing yards today. But there was, uh, I did my first live bet on Sunday. It's my first time ever doing a live bet. Did it, and um, and it just seemed so easy money. Like it was, he already had 196 yards when I did it, 
and it was saying that it was like uh, you could win if he rushed over. The over was like 208 and a half. And I was like, I've got to take this. I was like, this is like just super easy. So you put up, put up $200 to get $100. And, uh, and, and I did what I did. And the money came. And Raheem Mostert. the old bailout bet. The old bailout bet. That's what it Bailed was. You out, cleared your balance. Cleared my balance. Got a little bit of land yap on top of it. Nice, nice day in the neighborhood. Can't complain. Don't owe no money. I'm in the clear. Can we talk about me telling you I don't want to? I don't want you to understand live betting. Yeah, yeah. So me and Drew were texting. I was like, I'm I not was, telling you. Yeah, I was like, teach me your ways. How do we do this? I was like, no, I don't want you to learn this. Yeah, but I did. Now I just see like walking in tomorrow night on a basketball game and being like, I'm gonna hit this button right here, and it's gonna work for me. Right. Yeah, no. I literally I flirted with taking the over that Nikola Jokic would score thirty points and I was like, You just you just got yourself squared away. Wait, who? <laughs> you talking about Jokic? Yeah, Jokic. 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 Right. I'm gonna say Jokic just because. I thought you were talking about a Game of Thrones character. Yeah, that's who uh the Joker. Don't they call him the Joker? Yeah, he's the Joker. He's awesome. Well see, somebody obviously thought his last name was Jokic for him to be Joker. I can't deal with this right now. I'm about he's to got die. a he's got a soft J. Jokic, there you go. Nikola Jokic. Let's go with that. All right, something like that. You were yeah. gonna bet him though. Yeah, it was like the the live betting. It was like the over was like thirty points, and he had like twenty four at the time. And I'm sitting there, and I had just won the mostert, and they, I was like, "This is exactly why Drew didn't want to tell me anything." I was like, so don't be a greedy boy. And then somebody right now listening to this is probably like, you got to risk it, motherfucker. I got to go. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that yet. And then they're going to tell me that I bet scared. I'll probably get clowned for it. Um, surprised you haven't roasted me yet. I've just been sitting here patiently. I'm being nice. I'm it. waiting until we get into the game-by-game breakdown. I'm assuming that's okay. coming. Well, yeah, that's coming now. So, obviously, let's just go ahead and go into the most recent one, Packers 49ers. Um, literally looking at my notepad right now for the notes that I wrote for this game. And the first thing that I wrote was just damn. Just the word damn. Did you write Drew down? Uh, no, but damn starts with D. So, if you want to, like, play into, like, the conspiracy of this game and say that Drew had something to do with it. I want to hear your reaction first, honestly. Um, about probably we knew it was about, over, right? A few minutes in, probably about like halfway through the second quarter is when I realized, like, damn, like everything that you have thought in this past week was a lie, and you were blinded by narratives and fucking uh, emotions. And Danica I was Patrick. Danica Patrick, like, did not charge Aaron's crystals, um, you know. And then I started to slowly realize, like, all the takes about the worst 13-3 and three team in history, and I was just kind of like, fuck. Like, yeah. whoa, bro. For the record, I do think the Packers would have had a good chance against the Saints. Just uh-uh. saying. Yes, they would have. Uh-uh. you got to understand the way these matchups work out. If they would have went – if A-Rod would have had to go – had to, let's see, he's the – they were the two seed, is that right? Yeah, they were two seed. So it would have been Saints no. and Lambeau. No, wait. Yeah, they were the two seed. Yeah, it would have been Saints and Lambeau, and I think they would have had a good chance against the Saints. I, don't, I mean, I'm not saying the Saints would have lost or the Packers would have won. I'm not trying to make that take till because 
I haven't had the chance to look at that. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't betting sports at that time. So everything that I was making was off motion. Now that I've been a full week into betting sports, I realized that emotions are not uh, the best thing to do when uh, right. you're, you're playing the game like this. So now I'm literally – it's probably a good thing because going into the 2020 season, I'm going to have a whole new perspective on football. That's a good thing. Yeah. You got to so, evolve. Yeah, I'm evolving. I'm an evolving uh, man right now. I went and watched the movie Underwater about uh, mer people or mer demons uh, under the sea, and they evolved. There was like a Godzilla under the water that had to evolve. So now it's time for me to evolve. Kristen Stewart cut all her hair off in that movie and looked like a little boy. She evolved. So it's time for me to evolve into a uh, new minded football man. And um, if you're curious about anything that I just said, go to the movie theater and see the movie Underwater. It'll fuck your mind up. Yeah. Shout out to Underwater. You're probably sitting there now just like, here he goes. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here saying, like, do I want to go see it or do I not want to see it? You want to go see it. It's a good movie. Good. But I, I don't want to trail off right now because we got a lot to talk about in this game. But I, but I did that to myself. You see, you see where I'm at right now. I'm just very flustered uh, because I'm I'm like in the middle of realizing things and still being like, shit, like I have such a tough choice ahead in the next two weeks. I think you thought I was going to roast you more than I am. So I far. did. I, and see, and now I'm even more bamboozled and flustered because I'm just like waiting for it. And I've got all these like, things. Yeah. Like I've got the Dukes up right now in my brain and like, I'm thinking about them and like, I feel like you're going to wait until I get super comfortable into this, into this episode. And then you're just going to lay it on me and I'm going to be defenseless. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm just going to just sit there and just like fucking take it. Like, like Scotty from on the Christmas story. I've been in your shoes. I just, you know, to me, I, I think the thing that makes it most satisfying. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Part of that makes it most satisfying is I was pushing for you to give me like a football reason. You were very narrative boy. Yes, very narrative minded. And I was very... like, man, like Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Like he's the only way I, I admitted the only way I thought this game would end and with the Packers winning is if Garoppolo throws two picks and Aaron Rodgers goes off. And Jimmy Garoppolo didn't even have to throw the ball, which just makes it kind of Yeah. Funny. So right behind the word damn that I wrote about this, and that was just typically more for the Green Bay Packers. Um Jimmy Garoppolo threw went six for eight in this game. He completed six passes out of eight passes. Um, in the NFL, in an NFC championship game, we have a quarterback that is literally a plug and play. I could play quarterback in this offense. Have they done that this season? Though? I would be curious. I would say no, the whole season. It just – I mean, like, if you're just taking – this it'd be dangerous but if somebody just watched this team for the first time tonight and Mm -hmm. saw what jimmy garoppolo did like everybody would be lining up at the door to try out for this for this team like you'd have like fat bob that works at fucking buddy's burgers like being like i'm ready to play coach yeah like put me in like it's just like a comedy position quarterback of the 49ers it doesn't matter who you are, where you've been in life. You could be like Tyrone Biggums, crackhead off the street, quarterback for the 49ers, and you're going to look great. They had a tweet that somebody put out with Conor McGregor's like post-fight uh, speech where he was just like, you know, it's all about commitment. 
you know, put the work in and, and, and you will reap the benefits. He's just reaping the benefits of Kyle Shanahan's run game and uh, offense and how just insane that it is. Shanahan is – yeah. He's the next he, He's the next one. Yeah, I think that's what – I mean, the big takeaway, right? I think the takeaways are it doesn't matter who's playing running back for the 49ers. Um, a, big, a big piece of last podcast was talking about the difference in coaching and the difference in every position, really. Minus quarterback, it's just the 49ers are so much more physical. It's like you're watching a um, college team versus a NFL team in terms of – I mean, you look at the offensive line and defensive line play today and you just wonder – how if they played that game 20 times would the Packers win like I, I really don't know with what I've seen um the past two games they've played if, if they can if they have what it's take what it takes to to beat the 49ers and that's yeah. just crazy so. you were you were 100 percent right about it though it's like you said it's physical it's the physical play and I really think that Shanahan just constantly has magic tricks up his sleeve like he would be able to adapt to the situation um he takes these players and i don't want to take too much away like raheem Raheem mostert is incredible um and you know for him being undrafted being all bouncing off all these different teams think he played for the browns um he played for he played for another team i can't think of but the most recent tweet i saw where he was with the browns at one point he's kind of been all over the league and um and for him to be able to come here and do what he's doing and do what he did tonight, uh, it just shows that, like, you know, it, I think it matters for players, like, who their coach is and their team and the, and the, the morale of the, of the team. It definitely matters. And it can bring out the best in players. And that's all Kyle Shanahan is doing. He's just bringing out the best abilities that his players have, and he's putting that there, and they're just kind of getting in that groove and they're rolling in that mindset. Can and, we talk about the fullback, too? Uh, you're talking about Jesuit? I mean, just think about it. The past two – okay, so the 49ers – Juice check. There I go again. Jockick and shit. Yeah, yeah but Juice check, and then you got James Devlin for the Patriots last year. So, we're two years in a row where a key fullback has been on the Super Bowl team. So, it's just – Yeah, he, for, but he's, he's been a monster, though. Kyle is is a killer, bro. He's one of the best fullbacks in the league, hands down. And so is Devlin. I mean, Devlin's a yes. pro bowler. I'm just saying that, like, for a position that people just don't even really count or don't even really credit, especially as a fantasy football podcast, let's just give a little credit to the fullback. It's a beautiful thing. Got to love it. And, and it's something that, that you, don't, you don't see, and we're starting to see more of it now. You made a very uh, cool take earlier tonight talking about, like, you, you uh, when we were just kind of discussing things before we got on here recording, you were saying uh, – that it's like we were watching a 1970s game with how things were being played. It's three times it's happened, too. So we had two Titans games and then the game tonight for the 49ers where the QB threw less than, like, 14 attempts in all three games. It's like, what year are we living in? Because right? it's, not the, <laughs> it's, not, it's not what we've learned. And all those teams, I mean, the 49ers and the Titans this year have gotten where they are with, like, a balanced attack. Yes, so. it's the evolution. It's the evolution of the game. Um, it's just a beautiful thing to see. But, yeah, that, that fullback matters. That offensive line matters. Shanahan's got it going. Shout out to Raheem Mostert one more time. 51 fantasy points tonight, dude. 220 rushing yards, four touchdowns. You, you love to see it, especially with a guy like him. One of the, the, the one call that we both had that we both agreed on 
The one call that I got right personally, you you did fucking amazing, and I have to give you all the credit for that. But dude, our our guy that we agreed on was the top fantasy scorer in these in these two games. So, he almost made George Kittle get a zero. He was so dominant. Yes, like, dude, he was barely there. But fear not, something good came from Kittle. A couple of good things came from Kittle. I definitely want to go ahead and move over to that. Um, I don't know if you saw in the post post game, he came out wearing a T-shirt that was autographed by Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's just an image of a shirtless Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy Garoppolo was looking buff in that photo. I don't know if you saw him or not, but like I, you, I definitely understood in that moment why – these uh these porn stars were fucking him. If it wasn't for the money, Did you like that tweet. <laughs> it's a, he's a, he's a beefcake, man. Yeah, and your tweet that you put out earlier, I had no idea who that was, and I had to get him. I had to get Drew to clarify. I don't watch enough porn, apparently. Um, well, I just but, saw the it was last offseason when he got the contract, right? Like one yeah. of the, there was some big huge storyline about him being out on a date with a porn star. That was a big yeah. Story. I never looked into who the porn star was though. So kudos I had to do to some you. research on that. Yeah. Kudos to you for fact checking. Did you get to check out what type of porn she makes? No, I literally found her name on a um, article. I typed in Google, like Jimmy G goes on a date with, and it, it finished my sentence for me. And then I found her on Twitter. That's all I did. Word. Okay. So, so she's thick. That. She thick. She a thick, she a thick one. Yeah. Yes. I love Tom Brady needs to start chilling with her. I love that tweet. That was great. I was like, I mean, Tom Brady's got to get a little inventive to find the youth. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got to stop sucking the life out of the kids, just sucking out of porn stars. Did you Don't see he was at UFC and people were starting rumors that he's going to be a Raider because he was talking to Mark Davis? Ooh. Maybe he's just asking him who his barber was. Exactly. And then that bowl cut. Mm-hmm. Dude, if I ever saw Tom Brady come out with that, like, oh, my God. Can it's, you imagine it's, it's, a – can you imagine, though, like a hard knocks with Tom Brady and, and uh, Gruden? I don't know if we get that hard knocks again. Hard knocks. Oh, we, we won't. He's gonna be a patriot, but I'm just saying like that would be a lecture just to watch how like how excited Gruden gets. He wouldn't even like ever criticize him. He would just he'd probably be just offering Tom Brady whatever he wants. Right. On the field. <laughs> I'll I'll go ahead and let you know this much. I cannot wait for hard knocks with Joe Burrow, whether he goes to Miami if they trade up for picks or to Cincinnati next year. He's gonna it's be a bingle. Yeah, it's gonna be a great hard knocks in Cincinnati um with joe burrow so it's gonna be fun to watch can we bring marvin lewis back um i'm just kidding no but i'm so ready to get to see zach taylor's personality I'm, i think he's gonna be funny low-key i have no idea about i've never looked into anything about this guy I never watched a video of him i don't even know what he sounds like so i'm, I'm excited to see Beta piss boy 2.0 Ooh, i'd say 3.0 let's get a little bit deeper because 7.0 yeah he didn't realize that joe mixon existed until later in the season um how do we end up here? I don't know, but we're there. Uh, <laughs> Robbie Gold with the leg. That, that's another story here. Um, I think it was – I was on Twitter, and I think it was Big Cat that tweeted out and was, was just basically just like throwing shade at the Chicago Bears for letting Robbie Gold go and all the kicker woes that they had. I thought that was funny, something funny to note. Um, Devontae Adams was the highest scorer for Green Bay, 25, matched up. Uh, with a, Out of nowhere. Yeah, Aaron Jones had 25 points. It was not a Jamal game. It was an Aaron game, verified. Um, and then Jimmy Graham with the nine points. Aaron Rodgers with 21 fantasy points. Um, and another thing to note about Aaron is that he is one in three in NFC championship games. Is it time to call it quits? No, he's got plenty left. Um, I looked at one point, and people were just bashing him on Twitter when it was 20-0, and he was seven for seven passing, and 
it's just, there's so much to look at, man. And the reason I'm not bashing him, I do think he's a little overrated, but I'm not bashing him because it goes back to my take that I had on the last podcast. They were better at every position except quarterback. You can't really blame a guy for losing a game where – and in the coaching matchup too, right? I mean – Beat it, LaFleur. Beat it, LaFleur. First-year coach versus who I think is one of the best coaches in the league. And I think most people now think that even though – I mean, what was the expectations for the 49ers at the beginning of the year? Seven wins? Dude, it was uh, – yeah, it was horrible. Nobody nobody expected – like, that. that's the thing is, like, I have to appreciate this much. You know, you guys – you know how much of an underdog I am. All you guys listening know how much of an underdog lover that I am. The, the, the perfect underdog has been in front of me this entire time from the beginning of the year. That's why I'm surprised to hear you say you're going – you think that you're going to be rooting for the Chiefs. You know, and, well, we're, we're not there yet. I don't okay. know. I don't know yet. You're, you're still you're deciding. things. I was back – very clear that I was back and forth with you. You're spoiling the show, Drew. You've Sorry. already spoiled my – you, you were on the 49ers. I mean, you were a huge 49ers fan. Yeah, dude, I still am. And, I mean, like, the, literally the only reason that I took Green Bay in this game was because I just – I, like, convinced myself to believe in this narrative that Aaron Rodgers was just going to be like – Fuck this! I'm gonna go get another Super Bowl appearance, and you know, my yeah, my knee. And I did that way too well. I, I, the way I heard myself you did. say it, I don't know. I have to but, say that Aaron Rodgers is no Brett Favre. I'm just gonna say that. No, he's not. He's not Brett Favre whatsoever. Aaron Rodgers is more Josh, talented. Josh Allen is more Brett Favre than Aaron. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is probably more gifted out of the womb than Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers. Brett needs Favre to is just special all the time. I agree with that. Patrick Mahomes is about to steal Aaron Rodgers' job on State Farm commercials, too. I'm convinced. He's already on them now. He's just making appearances, and it's definitely about to take over. Patrick um, Mahomes, dear God. We're, we're going we're gonna to talk about him. I got one more thing to say. Free Doritos Locos Tacos for George Kittle and the 49ers advancing to Super Bowl 54. Um, I successfully got another free Doritos Locos Taco tonight on on sunday night for this to happen it was a little bit more of a struggle to make it happen it wasn't um i think that the whoever was at the window was was pretty current on taco bell promotions and uh she was just like i don't know nothing about that i did i still got it for free you convinced her um so basically like in you know like i've been so used to them just being like you know oh okay yeah yeah and then continue with your order well she was just like I don't know nothing about that. And I just Did like you sales her. Were you a salesman? No, I was a, I was an, I assume that you're going to give it to me anyway, guy. So okay. when she said, when she said like, I don't know nothing about that. I was just quiet. And then I was like, okay. So, and then I went into my order and then I just like wrapped up at the end to try to like get like the quick, you know, finesse in. And I was like, and on that free to Locos taco, I want everything on it. And she was just like, okay, $7. And I looked at the menu and the, the meal that I ordered was like six fifty. you know, the same order. I always get steak quesadilla, soft taco, no lettuce and a Baja blast. And it was like seven bucks. She didn't, <laughs> and, I, and I realized, I realized Baja blast just cracked me up. I'm sorry. Gotta get the Baja blast. It's the best. It's the best soft drink of all time. I don't care oh, what anybody man. ever says. And when Chase okay. Elliott wears, has that paint scheme on his car, 
like he, he should win every race. There's no doubt about it. I just imagine you like freaking out, like throwing your hands down, like on the counter, like mad when you couldn't get your Baja blast or something like a child. Dude, there has been one time where like, I literally like didn't get a Baja blast and Taco Bell, like they, they, it was out. I hit it. It was just carbonated water. And I walked to the counter and I said, really? And they were like, what? I'm like the one exclusive soda that you can't get anywhere else in America. You don't have it. They're like, well, we're out. And I'm like, well, it makes sense that you're out, but it also doesn't make sense that you not stockpile like a special room with nothing but boxes filled with syrup Baja Blast. I was like, so we need to fix this. And they actually went to the back and they have way more Baja Blast uh, boxes for the. Did fountains. you pull them with? Did you pull them with the? This is unacceptable. Um, I can't remember exactly what I said. I was probably really high. Um, but I remember, I remember I was really stoned, and that's when it happened, and I was so disappointed. Um, Chase Clown Boy. There's nothing. Yeah, dude, I haven't smoked weed in a month, bro. It's been insane. Um, I've been completely sober. I just realized that's a very sobering thought. Uh, wild, wild times. But uh, I don't know, man. Maybe. But um, shit, Conor McGregor's doing it. Why not? And he's got a liquor company doing it. That's even more wilder. And he's he's knocked somebody out in 30 seconds. In 40 seconds. We'll talk about that. But uh, anyway, continuing on, I ended up going up to the window. And nothing else was said about it. I just kind of assumed I was going to get my taco and kabam. It was, I got, I got the, uh, I, I got the bag and it was in there. But before I got the bag, I like asked the girl at the window. I said, I said, I said, Hey, I was like, uh, she was like, who is this George Kittle? I'm like, I'm like, Oh, he's a, he's the uh, tight end for the 49ers. He's a big advocate of Taco Bell. I was like, I, I cannot believe you haven't heard of the promotion, this and that. I said, I said, by the way, I said, I'm, I'll probably like give him a shout out online and stuff like that. I was like, I was like, would you, would you, would you mind if I got a video of you like congratulating him? And she was like, she was like, yeah, sure. And so like, you know, I did my whole little, like, look, I'm, I'm garage guy. Let me videotape you. And not chase. And she said, uh, and she was like, congratulations. And I got that little clip on there and then I got my bag and I looked in it and I was like, fuck yeah, we finessed Taco Bell for the fourth time in my entire life. Free Doritos Locos Tacos. So I'm going to try again when, if they win the Super Bowl. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Free Doritos Locos Tacos. Go get one. Um, advertised exclusively by garage guys. Yes, there is no other place that you can get a Fritos Locos Taco only if you listen to this podcast because I guarantee you that nobody else knows about it unless they listen to the show or from word of mouth. And if we ever see somebody, if you ever see somebody doing it that has never listened to the show or doesn't doesn't follow us on Twitter. That's how you know um, they're a follower. You just say that's a, a follower. Yeah, I guess. But if somebody just like heard about it and they said, oh, my cousin told me about it, it's like, well, you should be following the same sources your cousin's following. So make sure, or your cousin, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, whatever, let them know. Um, let's move over to Chiefs-Titans. Uh, first off, as a bandwagon fan and an emotional better, um, I have to say congratulations for an amazing season from Coach Mike Vrabel and to this Tennessee Titans team. They did the unexpected. No matter what anyone says, Nashville, I love you. Drew, introduced me to your lovely way of life, your lovely town, and your fandom. Um, nothing better than hearing fireworks go off every time Jonu Smith scores a touchdown. Something that they cannot do in the Superdome by any means. So, absolutely, for, for the first 
NFL stadium that I've ever attended that's not the Superdome. Um, I was in love. It could have been any team, but it was you. And for that, you hold the second favorite NFL franchise in my heart forever and always. Um, your colors are sexy. I love, the, I love the baby blue and the navy and the red. Um, I'm fully in love with the Tennessee Titans. And um, they will always be my main side bitch uh, for the rest of time sitting by the Saints because there is just nothing that could probably ever break my love for the black and gold. So, yeah, they will always be my side chick, Tennessee Titans. Um, and you're a sexy. I'll take partial credit for that. Yeah, if it wasn't for you, I never would have. I never would have probably ever came to Nashville in my entire life. I had no desire to go there. Um, and then I learned all the great things about the city and uh, fell in love with it in a and short Princess weekend. Princess Hot Chicken killed you. And I and I shit for uh, for a couple of days. Princess stayed with me, and the spirit still lives within me sometimes. Um, anytime I think about it, I get diarrhea. Um, Speaking shit. of this trip, I actually I, I gotta go. take back. I take back <laughs> buying you that burger at the burger place because you don't ever listen to me when I tell you a certain sports take. So I take it all back. I wish I would not have paid for your burger. And um, until you actually play the lineup I give you or the pick I give you, we're no longer friends. Well, fuck you too. You <laughs> <laughs> know, it, it, I mean, it'll happen eventually. Just I'm, I'm hard headed. I like, I want to, I want to have my takes. You want to have I your sent, takes. I sent this dude an NBA lineup. And he literally sends me a message like, oh, I switched him out. I switched one player out. So you won't be getting NBA lineup from me ever again. I didn't, I didn't do that for like the first couple of ones, though. Because like I sincerely trust every word you say um, when it comes to NBA. Cause I know Even dick, when they lose? I know dick about that. I don't, I don't care if they lose because I just blindly trust you because I know dick about NBA. And then you changed it. But I changed it because I thought maybe – that because this one player was a little bit more money and I knew his name that he would probably get a lot of points, but it didn't work that way. That's okay. I had to, I had to realize that I was a, I was a shook boy, but it wouldn't have mattered because even if I would have had D'Angelo Russell in my lineup, I still wouldn't have won in a tournament, but I would have cash and cash. So if that goes to say anything, you know, your lineups are good. So I appreciate you. And all we, that you do. We would never be ones to share lineups. So that's, that's against the rules. Mm, it's against the rules completely. You know, we just talk about it and we, you know, we fantasize. You submit lineups of your it. own. You know every basketball player in the league. Exactly. I know everything there is to know. Um, everything that we just said was actually all a dream that you just had. Um, we were actually rehearsing for a movie that we're writing. That's what it was about. These two guys that share DFS lineups and they're bad people and they get exposed. So that was a sneak peek of a movie that we're writing exclusively produced by Garage Guys. So um, we won't charge you for the sneak peek, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> Chiefs, Chiefs, Titans, Titans. I love you, plain and simple. Um, I just I have so much energy after these games, and I'm just I'm still just so like in the balance of understanding that we have one more NFL game, and I think that I'm more um, just like shook about that than anything right now. But the the Chiefs were a hell of a, a competitor today, and. I, like I said, I was just blinded by uh, the underdogs. I was blinded by the thought of making a fuckload of money for only putting a little in. And that's what happens when you first start betting. And, um, and that's what I got a taste of. So that's why we let Drew write best bets and DFS rankings because he's been doing this a lot longer than me. There's a lot more sensibility there. 
I feel like this is the uh, petting Drew episode. 130 will always be the petting Drew episode. I'm, I've been just petting Drew on the head this entire time. I'm just hoping you remember it because I feel like I could be rubbing it in way worse than I am. Oh, I will. It's an even number. I'm pretty much like, because you're not roasting me, I'm pretty much just like putting you on a pedestal this whole episode. Like, so this is, I've, the been, in, I've been in a loser's bracket before. So I've, I mean, I've been doing this long enough to know what it's like. So I'm not going to be that guy, but you know, with the Titans and Chiefs game, the the minute that I knew I felt really, really good about it was when the – I think it was the second quarter midway through and the Titans had scored like on every possession and yet the Chiefs still were like down by one score. And it was like the Titans were playing the perfect game and yet you just still had that feeling where it was like the Chiefs are going to pull away. And then right around that time, the, the Titans got the ball. I don't know if you remember this possession – Titans got the ball and they ran two plays. Derrick Henry got stuffed on both of them and they threw an incompletion. They punted and the Chiefs went down and scored right before halftime. And that was when it was like, okay. They caught the lead. Yeah. When, they, when like, they caught the lead, you knew it was just kind of like, okay, like it's, it's either you score on the next time you have the ball, you score on your next, uh, your next possession, mm-hmm. uh, or you're done. And if you don't get, if you don't score, that right right after you get the ball again, like you're fucked with the Chiefs. And that's just how it's kind of been. They're just so dominant that way. Another thing, too, Chris Jones absolutely backed his shit talk up when it came to yep. Derrick Henry. And just like you said on 129, if he's playing, it's a very different story. He played. He backed that shit up. He stopped Derrick Henry. Uh, held him to 14 points on DraftKings. Um and what's even crazier than that, like um, Tannehill is going to be getting a whole lot of backlash, but it's funny because Tannehill was the highest scoring Titan um, in this game with 17 fantasy points. Derrick Henry at 14, Corey Davis at 11. So it uh, wasn't the hottest day for, uh, for any Titans players whatsoever, um, unless you had the big man, uh, Kyle. It was Kyle something that was an offensive lineman, got a touchdown. Arthur Smith, though, Got to give him credit. He's a great offensive coordinator, and he does deserve some credit for this Titans team and for what they kind of put together, especially with the pieces of the puzzle that they have. Uh, with Tannehill being there, but they, they were saying Tannehill was looking absolutely like Miami Tannehill. It's just it, it, the defense was different. That Chiefs defense is different when, when Chris Jones is playing big time. Um, they they yeah. have really stepped up their shit. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting year next year for the Titans. So you're going to, I'm assuming they're going to franchise tag Tannehill, which means they're going to give him a one year deal. Basically, they'll pay him a good bit, but they're not going to be committed to him long term. But if Do we you see, think he um, gets comfortable. That's that's my only worry. When you, normally, when you see quarterbacks like like him get that kind of like comfortability, you, you just see him kind of like go mediocre style. I'm worried about that just in general for the Titans. So, I mean, they have a roster that's capable of going back to where they are this year, but they also have a roster that's capable of not making the playoffs. So, just going to be interesting to see. Is Ryan Tannehill more of a Marcus Mariota, or is he more of um, what we saw this year? Because he played a little out of his mind, honestly, the entire – like, since he's been the starter, he has played like a top 15 quarterback, top 10 quarterback, honestly. Yeah. And – um. I just don't know if that's what he is. I mean, do we really believe that all that Miami stuff was just Adam Gase? Yeah, do we all? I mean, I believe most of it was Adam Gase, but I mean, honestly, I just I think Tannehill's probably a 
I don't know, 15 to 20 range QB. Well, Ryan Tannehill never had a running back in Miami like uh, like Derrick Henry either. So, you know, he never had he never had to worry about uh, defense, you know, worrying about the run game and that kind of freed him up to kind of be a little bit more easy because I never I, – I don't really remember Tannehill in Miami. I don't really ever remember him being somebody that would scramble like that to get touchdowns. Yeah, he's always had legs on him just because he I mean he used to play receiver at A and M. I just I just never played I just never paid that much attention to that to them back when he was playing for Miami, I guess. But um that I guess just because they were just such a mediocre team for so long. But um but yeah, it just just I don't know, it just something about him being in the blue just hits harder. Or I don't I don't I don't know how to explain it, but I, I hope that they keep the momentum going. They they've got something really special with Johnu Smith, regardless of all the shit that I talk. I mean the 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 different things that he can do as a tight end, like as far as the rushing shit goes, um, they they're really crafty with him. And like in all honesty, like, you know, he's a really good late round pickup, like in drafts going into next year. And as long as they can keep the momentum that they have, I really think that we're gonna see him flourish into something really cool. Um you know, in all reality, like, and I hate to have to even like get off of like my hardcore hype and love, but let's be realistic here. Like, you know, he could easily, I could easily see him being, you know, top 10 to top 15 tight end next season. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he's anything special. I think he's just a good solid tight end, which probably puts him at 10 to 15 range with a great name, with a great name, with a, with great, a great name, with a great name. He's himself as a starter this year. There you go. Yes, big big facts there. So we'll put it that way. So a little bit of credibility behind the uh, behind the love, the truther that I am for him, and uh, and James O'Shaughnessy. He's got some talent. He's gonna shine. Um, one hundred and one, right there. Love you, James. But uh, what's funny too about O'Shaughnessy, just real quick, is that we were kind of joking around about him, but honestly, like their offense actually did take a little bit of a hit when he was not in the lineup. So big time. Really big time. O'Shaughnessy is, is another one to watch. And the Jaguars in general are going to be another team to watch, especially if Minshew's starting. The AFC South is heating up with three teams. I don't really see the Colts doing a whole lot of crazy shit, but um, they're kind of coming into the fold as this, like, hybrid type of division. It's weird. Yeah, it's going to be a weird weird year because the Colts had every reason to be 7-1 uh, and one this year for what for Terry. So they, they might be a competitor too. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But let's be real back to with the Chiefs winning this game. Um, the one, one thing I will say, we got to give credit to, uh, to a fellow named Big Buck Chuck, or as they're calling him in Kansas City now, Bad Luck Chuck. Uh, during the, uh, the Texans-Chiefs game, this man did a video out on Twitter, and it's not hard to find. You just type in Big Buck Chuck on Twitter. He uh, went, When the Chiefs were down, I think it was – was it 27 and nothing that they were down or 21 nothing? I can't really remember. But they were down, basically had zero points. They were playing horrible. He left Arrowhead. And then they just came back and had that 40 unanswered points and just won the game. So – Patrick Mahomes was asked in an interview about the fan, and they said, if you could say anything to the fan, what would it be? He would say, instead of saying, like, you know, you know we appreciate you being a fan, and, you know, we love you, and we, we got this, you know, we, we want you. He just said, um, stay home tomorrow. <laughs> and he tweeted at Patrick Mahomes, and Mahomes was just like, no, you know, like, uh, don't mean no harm. I'll make sure you got a good setup to watch the game. And uh, he set him up in, like, a home theater, I think, where, like, he had, he invited him, I guess, either to his house or somewhere where he had a big-ass really? theater to I watch the this. game. 
yeah, it's uh, it was trending earlier on uh, earlier today on on Twitter. But yeah, shout out to Big Buck Chuck, the new uh, the new fan that is never allowed back in the Arrowhead, probably. So Can he we talk fought- about Pat Mahomes' girlfriend. Yeah, so last week I think the tweet came out where they everybody was saying that she was annoying. Did not really find it that annoying. Oh, I did. You did? Why? It just – I can't really explain it other than everybody's had that friend in college or – I can't ex- explain it other than that friend in college that you looked at and you said, like, man, I do not want my friend to be dating her anymore. That's what I viewed that as. Now, is that based off of, like, the one video that she put out? I've seen two or three. That was just the first. So that was the second or third time I've seen a video of her. But most people saying that the first time might feel differently than I do. But I've seen some other stuff. Um, Shout out to the who clock. It was. Shout out to the clock. Maybe it was a um, – I feel like she was at like a Duke basketball game. or She was at another game too, and I was – I remember being really annoyed by her. So it was not my first interaction or first time ever knowing who Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend was. But yes. your take is you were not annoyed. Yeah, I wasn't really annoyed by that one video. Um, but you're it, they, a loud person. I am. Like, I mean, like, I've I've literally like been in relationships with girls like her. So, like, we we like equal up really well. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's like that. This one video right here is like you either love her or you hate her. Is it? Yeah, I'm off that. Yeah, I fuck with that energy. I'm out. I'm out. Well, the only thing is, is she's just she's just that drunk girl at the bar, bro. Yeah, I'm not. In, uh, that's not me. She's that wild drunk girl at the bar. Yeah, this is the one video. So annoying. Yeah, I think I think she could have had like a really uh, a better like thing to say than guess again right there at the end. Like that was the most obnoxious thing like, ever. Like, she could have been like, get fucked. Or like... That like, doesn't bother like, you, that last video you played? Oh, the one that's like, gas, I got... Yeah, that, you cool with that? I mean, she's just fucked up, bro. She's drunk. I don't if know. She's, if she's not drunk, then I'm, I'm concerned. With the level of, like, videos, like, her Instagram story is just her yelling. Like, every video is her yelling. So, um, but, like, Patrick loves it, obviously. He's, Pat Mahomes could get, could get better. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she's definitely like she's definitely a pretty sexy chick. Um, Saying that's my opinion. You can find someone. It's Pat Mahomes. Yeah, well, I mean, like Pat Mahomes just has kind of like this uh, mildly cocky, dry, uh, raspy voice character to him. I don't really know how to explain Pat. So, like, she definitely brings the energy to like the relationship for sure. Like she's the one that gets the handcuffs out, not him. I agree. Yeah, she's she definitely, definitely the aggressor. I don't know. We will we will continue tracking the saga of uh, of his girlfriend, <laughs> and I will come back with more takes. But um, and we'll I'll definitely have more to say about that. So we'll just kind of see how that all plays out. Um, the the big the big one last thing I want to say about this game before we dive into a little bit of sports news is that I'm I'm super excited for Andy Reid. And because uh, Andy Reid's like the most lovable coach in all of the NFL. And he's just like – he reminds me of like somebody like, – like if I could like pick – like I love like, you know, like my, my dad. But like if I could like choose like who my dad was, it would probably be Andy Reid. 
like just imagine just like waking up on a Sunday morning, like listening to like some Cat Stevens and just like riding in a truck to a Waffle House and just eating an all-star special while your dad just ignores you and watches football film and then like ask you if you're going to eat your bacon and you're just sitting there just smiling your little heart out because like you're just, just like my dad is just incredible and he just wears Hawaiian shirts everywhere he goes and doesn't care if it's 30 degrees outside or 70 he'll be in shorts and and Tommy Bahama shirts that's that's the kind of like love like I want to give that kind of like love to my son and be that dad Coach O or Andy Reid? Who do you take? That's Coach O. Coach yeah, O. I'm a Coach O boy. Got to got to take. Coach I just debunked o. you right there, real well, quick. Can, can I can I go outside of that? If, sure. if my my coaching family tree, like if I could choose my like my family as coaches, um, my dad would be Mike Leach. Okay. Um, my my dad would be Mike Leach. Coach O would be like an uncle. Um, Andy Reid would be like my dad's best friend that I just call uncle because like uh, your, was, your dad's best friend would be Lane Kiffin because he pulls. Um, not not if your dad's Mike Leach. Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin don't hang out in the same circles. Lane Kiffin is like the guy in town that like your dad always about. talks shit on. Your dad always talks shit about him because like he he just like gets all the women in town. And like he he like your your dad secretly still wants to be in high school, but he's not. But the guy that Lane Kiffin is is <laughs> if that makes any the, sense. The, the night your dad doesn't show like show show up at home, you don't know where he is. He's with Lane Kiffin, or he's yeah. like fighting Lane Kiffin. See, I won't like. I'm not worried about that because like I would grow up and like be around like these type of men that are just kind of like softies at heart and like listen to a lot of Fleetwood Mac and Cat Stevens and just kind of like chill, smoke some weed. But then like I would be like I would see that it bothered my dad so much what Lane Kiffin was doing that I would like try to like model some behavior off of him just as a rebellious child. And then I would grow up and I would be like both of them combined and pull and be kind of like weird, chill smoker guy. So that, which is basically kind of like what I am today as a man. So, um, yeah. <laughs> it's I'm all down. Yeah. It's all hit. It, it, I, I, I just had, us. I just had a huge moment of clarity, man. Like this has been a day of clarity for me, a huge day of clarity. Um, a moment of clarity. Yeah. It's a very sobering day for me. Um, very sobering time in my life right now, um, uh, literally and uh, metaphorically. So, yeah, but uh, the, here's, here's where we are now. So we, we've just kind of discussed some things from both of these games. It's time to pick a winner for the Super Bowl. We could save it for Friday's episode. Uh, could save I'm it for Monday's ready. episode because – uh, we're, we're going to have to muster up some shit to talk about for Friday's episode for episode 131 and for 132, because we're not going to actually have, uh, football to talk about until I'm not worried about us at all. I've learned anything. No, I mean, we're definitely going to have content for sure, but like, should we wait to give our Super Bowl picks like on episode 133? I'm not ready to give my pick yet. Okay, so we're going to hold them back then. We're not going to go. Because you already spent, spoiled mine, though, you fuck. So, yeah. I don't know who – no, I don't think you even know who you're picking yet. I don't. I, I, nope. literally, I literally can sit here and give you um, – I can give you reasons why I want both teams to win. This is the worst possible scenario for me because I genuinely 
love both of these teams. By the way, I found out you you suck Patrick Mahomes' dick. No, you don't like the Chiefs. I actually I do. Like I fuck with the Chiefs, but I don't suck Patrick Mahomes' dick like you do. And then there's you're, you're, you're a you're Tom a Brady good boy. you're a good quarterback dick sucker. And because I only Tom like Brady, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's getting ready to retire, so you got to go hop on. No, the no, 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 yeah. no, no. There's one thing between respect and like, I'm not a Chiefs fan. Not a Patrick. I, I never said you were a Chiefs fan, but you are a fan of of. I mean, of, he has the he has a chance to be the best ever. Yeah, you're a fan of you're a fan of of overachieving quarterbacks. That I'm just saying have a lot of hype behind the name. He has a chance to be the best ever, and that's coming from somebody that's the biggest Tom Brady fan there is. I mean, Patrick Mahomes when you watch him play. There's a difference between him and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has all the electric like running ability and all that, but Patrick Mahomes can be running out of bounds and throw it across the field 50 yards on a dime. It's just it's unbelievable. Yeah, he's a hybrid. He's a hybrid player. He's a hybrid QB. Like yeah. he, he's, he has, he's amazing. He has it all. He has it all. Let's be it's honest. Just, I'm glad that I just called the Super Bowl matchup before the playoffs even started. So, you like I said, you've been hot. Anybody that's been listening to Drew, you've been winning money. Um, i.e. not me i gotta stick with the chiefs right i mean i, I said i have to wait till next yeah, week you, you have, have you've, the, you've already right. given your prediction you've already given your prediction it's literally already on articles like for patreon subscribers they, they already have it for people I, I don't know if you've really tweeted it out or not but i mean like people no. are listening to this right now they already know me personally i'm not ready to make that decision I'm not ready to confidently like put my name on anything because I am literally torn. I love Kyle Shanahan. I love George Kittle. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm less of a Jimmy G fan. I'm more of a George Kittle fan. And like, honestly, I'm just a George Kittle fan. I just love yeah, George Kittle. I do too. Um, and 49ers and I, defense is better. We know that. Yeah. And, and, uh, and Nick Bosa, I'm a Nick Bosa fan. I'm a 49ers defense fan. Um, I've just I like the 49ers. I, I dig their their energy that they have. I, I dig their uniforms, especially their throwbacks. So you know that that's a very important thing to me is like presentation and uniforms. Mm-hmm. They're dude, they're they're like, oh my god, their throwbacks are so fucking sick. I actually am about to order a George Kittle oh throwback. Here we go. Um, yeah, I'm a degenerate jersey buyer now. Shout out to uh shout out to a one AP. Um so yeah, I'm I'm that. But then on the Chiefs side, like I like Patrick Mahomes. Don't get me wrong, I really do. I like Patrick Mahomes. I like Travis Kelsey. Um and other than that, like uh that's that's really all it is. Like uh and Andy Reid is like the main reason that I just yeah. want to see like he he had you a really big boy to get the rent. You want him? To I do, I do. Like he's he is everything to me on that on that team. Like he is the he two is great the coaches. And and we got to give a huge shout out to Andy Reid too because there's something that might have slipped under the radar that a lot of people didn't realize that happened today. But Andy Reid joined Bill Belichick as the only other coach that has beaten every NFL franchise twice. Really? Yes. He um he was one and eight against the Titans, and today he sealed that up with getting his second win over them. He has now beaten every NFL team twice along with Bill Belichick. So him and Bill are the only two coaches that have ever done it. So shout out to coach Andy Reid for that. That's a, that's couldn't a, be more excited about the coaching matchup. Those are two great coaches going off like in the Super Bowl. And that's what you got to say. It's like, you want the young hip alley cat, Kyle Shanahan, or do you want like, 
the old dude listening to Cat Stevens at the Waffle House. Like I, I'm gonna have to go, old dude chilling at the Waffle House. What would you do if the I loved Chiefs Andy. Got down I loved Andy Reid. I loved Andy Reid before I loved Kyle Shannon. It could very well happen, bro. It really could. If it's twenty eight three. Are you gonna go bet the Chiefs? I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. That's why I'm not. I'm not prepared to do that. I'm speaking from emotion, and I've learned to keep that shit out because I don't want to lose nobody money, but it's going to probably happen and I can't be scared of it. So I have to be real right now. I'm not ready to do that, but I will say it is going to be a very tough choice for me when I do finalize and say, this is what I'm putting my money on and you can either join me and and flourish with me or fall short with me. And we could easily be equal on this game. Um, we're just going to keep kind of watching it. Let's watch how some things play out this week and we'll see what goes down. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, we're going to leave it at that. It's just going to be a very tough decision. Either of these. Shout out Richard Sherman too, man. I mean, I remember people getting heat, both Richard Sherman and the 49ers for that contract were like, this doesn't make sense. This team's rebuilding. Richard Sherman's getting older and now look at him. I mean, he's, He's been an anchor of that defense, and it's just working out. So, shout out to John Lynch, too. I, th- I think on the low, Richard Sherman hangs out with Frank Gore. He's probably think. sipping some of that Hennessy with him. They, they, I, yeah. I guarantee you they have, like, the fountain of youth water in the Hennessy bottle. That's probably – since Josh gave us that tidbit on the, uh, on the exclusive Patreon audio, yeah, I guarantee you that there is some fountain of youth shit in that Henny, and that's, that's what's keeping them going. I'm not even a Richard Sherman fan, but I'm, I'm not either. Props. I'm not. I'm not really either, man. That's what I'm saying. It's just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it's it's very evenly matched. As I told you on the phone earlier. Like this, it's it's so good, it's gross. <laughs> it's so good, it's. Gross. You just wanted the Titans. Yeah, I did, man. I want. I, I wanted to see them Titans do it, man. I love. I dude. I'm in love with their jerseys, bro. What really would you have done, done if it would have been Titans Saints? I, mean, I know you would have been going for the Saints, but you would have Yeah, been- that's easy, bro. I'd have been pulling for the Saints always. I mean, I've dude. seen you at a Titans Saints matchup cheering for the Titans. So it's cheering I was cheering for my fantasy players. Yeah. I'm just saying you would have been like I wasn't some piece like of you root, when, when, the, when the dude, the only reason I cheered was because to, literally Johnu Smith scored in that game and Tajay Sharp. And I had both that's, of them. This is true. Yeah, that's the I'm only thing. Some weird, like five percent. I know you'd be going for the Saints. I'm not questioning that. Like, yeah, some weird piece of you would be like, if you saw Johnny Smith score against the Saints again, even in the playoffs, you would be secretly like fist bumping. It doesn't, dude. I was openly fist bumping when Johnny Smith scored. Like it doesn't matter. Like because like any time I've learned that in any any area of life, like Johnny Smith can always fit in a DFS lineup of mine. He always has a home. <laughs> So, yeah, that man always has a home. I don't care if he scores under 10 points every time. It's just always cool to have Jonu Smith in your DFS lineup. It's, a tr- it's just, I don't know, it's not even a trend. It's just a lifestyle. A tradition like no other, like the Masters. That's it. Like, they, you can't, like, you, there, there's no better combo than Jonu Smith and Garage Guy Chase. And one day he'll understand that, too, and we'll be kicking it at the B-dubs for the convention. James, what would you do if he just, like, sent you a message and was like, I hate you? Would it be the end of your, like, would you be devastated? No, I would continue loving him and just like make it just like hell on earth for him until he blocked me. Mm. Yeah, I would just continue just killing him with kindness, and like and like they, they, he would be so shook by me, um, and he would not understand anything about life. He would probably do everything he could. Like, like he would probably file a restraining order, and I wouldn't even be close to him. It would just be virtual. 
Like, I don't even know. Like that would you just and Johnny. Yeah, just me and Johnny. Like that's like Rob Deerdeck and and Big. Like for Rob and Big, that's me and Johnny. Like people, let me tell you about my best friend. We could have a TV show, Johnny. If this finds you, let's have a TV show. But all right, that's that's that. John Johnny knows. Johnny knows what's up. At the end of the day, uh, before we go, some quick notes to uh, to go over. Just want to give a shout out, Conor McGregor, for uh, making me lose fifty dollars faster than I've ever lost money in my life. Forty second fight, not cowboy out, was insane. Uh, caught a little bit of that at the B Dubs uh, on Saturday night. Just uh, Conor McGregor is back in full swing. Gotta love that. Ready to see what happens for him. I'm sure that you were – I know you had some action, some money on some fights last night too. Um, didn't you say like a plus 1,000 uh, fight? Yeah, I didn't. Unfortunately, I don't think either one of us had it, but there was a um, – the biggest underdog on the entire card, which is like 14 fights, the biggest underdog um, won. So if you happen to be that guy that put $100 on it, you won a thousand dollars, so congrats! Incredible, incredible. Gotta love that. UFC's wild, and you're an underdog boy. So I, I was like very particular about texting you, making sure you knew that. I'm also a very conservative gambler, so if I don't really know a whole lot, I'm probably not going to put my money down. <laughs> so, gotta be smart. You're plus one thousand odds, you probably don't know what you're doing. So, yeah, big time. That would have been something I would have done a couple weeks ago if I'd have went in untrained. I'd have been like, whoa, like I can plus 1000. Yeah. Check this out. Um, I would have probably just thought like this, this means it's, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Philip rivers moved to Florida. It's another thing we got to note real quick. So the only thing that I know, like going coast to coast, uh, one thing is for certain, there'll still be a lot of sex going on. And the one thing that's uncertain is his future with the Chargers, but we pretty much already all knew that that was going to move on. So the big question is now, uh, what's going to happen? Are we drafting a quarterback? Are they going to get a quarterback? My money is on Marcus Mariota going to L.A. Interesting. Yeah, so that's just kind of – Not like a bad a weird, take, though. Kind of an it. odd, weird take. Like they, They're going to have to do something with him in Tennessee. Where's Phillip Rivers at? He's, I don't know what part of Florida, but a no, lot I'm of people like, – Where's he going to go? Uh, a lot of people are, are speculating that because he's moving to Florida that he may end up on Tampa Bay's roster. I can see that working out, honestly. Yeah, I feel so, like um, Bruce Arians could do some work with him. Yeah, that'd be it's something to watch for sure. But but do you want to go with him that old? No, I don't want to go with him anywhere. I want him to go home and just keep sexing it up, maybe have like eight more kids and just be a, be like a TV evangelist or something. I think that would be a great – uh, opportunity for him like don't go into broadcast just go become a tv evangelist he doesn't he already doesn't cuss he's already doing god's work so you might as well just you know go to that route does he right. have a kid that plays in the nfl oh he definitely has a kid <laughs> does, he have a, does he have a kid that makes it to the nfl what are the odds <sighs> man uh i don't know uh i'd probably say like uh one uh plus 200 it, uh, I don't, I don't know. Well, he's de- it, he'll definitely have a kid that goes to the NFL. Really? He'll definitely have a kid that goes to the NFL. He doesn't have all girls. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he'll have a kid that goes to the NFL. 
he'll play some random position. He'll probably have a kid that goes to play like soccer. He'll have one kid that'll play soccer. One kid will own a business. Dude, he has he has he has enough kids to start like a third world country. So he'll definitely have some some kids do some things. We know that. And that's much. just one wife we know about. There could be others. Right. Yeah. If if he ever moved to Nevada, like oh shit, or Utah. <laughs> If you ever move to Utah, like you, you already know what's up. Like that motherfucker would. Oh, I don't even want to get into it. For all um, we know, he has multiple names and multiple multiple wives out there. He he very much could. There are stories of people out there that like he's got have, a lot of testosterone. We know that. Mm-hmm. He's still fucking. That, that's 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 <laughs> that's on God. That's on God. <laughs> um, last thing I gotta say, just kind of getting into some racing news real quick, and there's not a whole lot to say about it. A lot of you that aren't really into racing might not know much about it. Kyle Larson uh, drives the uh, number 42 Chevy Camaro for Chip Ganassi Racing. He's also a very avid dirt racer. Started dirt racing. That was kind of his love and his passion. A lot of people have even made the take that he needs to get out of NASCAR and just pursue dirt racing full time. Uh, he won the Chili Bowl the other night, which is like one of the prestigious dirt races. And um, he made the comment that it was better than the thought of winning the Daytona 500 to him. And I feel like he, I've already kind of like had some beef with Kyle on Twitter because of an article I wrote about him. And he had some, some words to say to me, but when you say something like that, that's a huge slap in the face to NASCAR. You're like rolling around these fucking almost go-karts and on some fucking dirt inside of like the Biloxi arena, which is like, if you've ever been to Biloxi, it's not that big of a place. Um, like literally like third string monster truck drivers come here and, um, you're, you're in that type of race and then you're going to like literally like slap like the largest American racing sport and the, the number one most prestigious like racetrack, like the Super Bowl of racing, like in the face like that. Like, get fucked. Like, that pissed me off. Like, Daytona 500 is not something to fuck with. That's a huge event and a huge accomplishment in any racer's career. Um, you know, that's like going from fucking playing in arena league. That's like saying winning the fucking uh, the Canadian Football League trophy is better than winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm almost convinced that maybe this is like one of those pu- like publicity stunts to get clicks. I don't know. It's got to be because I'll go ahead and tell you this much now his wife gets way more attention than him because pretty much th- dude, this chick literally shotguns a beer at like every event. I wouldn't be surprised if like after the final prayer at church on Sunday, she doesn't shotgun a beer before she walks out the building. Like his wife is like constantly shotgunning beers. It's great. Like she's, she shotguns beers with, with other NASCAR drivers. And like, you never see him shotgun a beer. Like, so what's she look like? She's pretty hot. Caitlin Larson, I think is her name. Yeah, so she like, shotguns beers with other drivers. She she dude, she shotgunned a beer with Clint Boyer, like in in their front yard. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, Boyer. I love I love Clint Boyer. I got to I got to do a little interview with him. He was one of my first interviews I ever did in Talladega, and he's just a really genuine stand up guy. I've had a couple combos with him. He's a cool dude. First look forward to doing, yeah, look forward to doing some more content with him um coming up this year. But uh, yeah, a lot of you guys that aren't in NASCAR that listen to this that don't know much about it, you're gonna, you're definitely gonna know a lot about it through us. So keep sticking around and listening. But yeah, Kyle Larson, get fucked, man. Chili Bowl, that's cool for you if you like dirt racing. Don't disgrace the Daytona 500 like that. And I'm, I hope somebody sound clips this and sends it to him. Somebody should do that. Somebody do that, please. Any last words, Drew? 
No, I thought about having some kind of like epic speech about uh, taking it to you, but you know what? You, dude, you've had over an hour to do that, and you chose not to, so your time is up. I'm not even going to let you. I took, I took some minor jabs, so that's all I needed. Yeah, there you go. You'll return the favor. One day, you'll be right about everything, and I'll be wrong, and you'll remember this, so I'll, I'll pass. It's seasons. We're going to call it the winds of change. All right, we're going to roll out with another Mac Miller songs. Uh, one of uh, This is my favorite Mac Miller song, actually. came out and and not – well, I can't say – I have so many favorite Mac Miller songs, but this is one of the more hype ones just to kind of, like, roll out to. We're not going to roll out to something a little no – dull, no dull shit. This is Programs by Mac Miller, one of his singles he dropped in 2018. Just a song that gets me hyped up. One of my faves. Uh, but, yeah, great show. We're going to have some awesome new content to talk about on Friday. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Get over to patreon.com slash garage guys. Sub the content and uh, go have a fucking week. Enjoy your Monday and, uh, and kill life because nothing worse than being complacent. So go do something awesome this week and, uh, and achieve some goals big time. A little motivation Monday for you there. All right. That's the show. Um, you sure you have nothing left to say? Uh, I have nothing else to say. I was looking for something clever. Don't have it. Oh, damn. All right. Well, missed the opportunity to roast Chase. So this, this is, so I'm, uh, Garage Guys canceled. Wait, I have something. I have something. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Chase is here. Uh, Garage Guys something. going. What I have got? something. It's, um, the reason why I believe the Titans are going to win is because of momentum. Because of momentum. Yep. Is that, a, is that a quote from me? That's pretty much everything he ever says, momentum or feel. Um, has anyone else said that? Um, no. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's others have. Yeah. It's not specific to you. It's yeah. not personal. I just had to take a jab. Yeah. Well, uh, you don't have to come back with anything. Just say, okay. We figured, we figured it out today. I'm hard headed. I gotta come out. <laughs> I gotta come out with something. They did have momentum, and yeah, sometimes it works. Sometimes it works. Though they had Chris Jones, so they had momentum. Here, hot, I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna leave you with a hot take. If Chris Jones would have sat, Titans would have won by two touchdowns. Oh God! Here we Whoa, go. Whoa, Chase is back. All Chris right, Jones, yeah, twenty-one point swing. Oh That's yeah, it. all the way. No, JK. All right, you were right, Drew. Oh, well. End of the day, I admit it. I'm man enough to admit my losses. Anyway, all right, here we go. Programs, Mac Miller, sports, party, repeat. I don't got a reason to lie. They gave me the key to the sky. But I'd rather open my eyes, cause that's what'll keep me alive. Something that sees in my mind. Please do not fuck up my day. Everybody want a headline, I don't got nothing to say. Except I'm coming back with the freshness You know I love making the entrance Now, now, don't get defensive Time is a matter of seconds One, two, yep Off to see the wizard Leave the picture Me and liquor Evil mixture Demons glitter Cleaning whiskers He be Mr. Fisherman Back on my shit again Doing my own dance Feel the rhythm There's no hands I tell your vision like programs Busy living on triple digits Young old man Y'all dead wrong I'm upper with the echelon So butter when the bread long I'm going strong to my head gone And my head gone Yeah, floating Back up on the scene, I'm saying hello. hello Do my thing, I'm pulling strings like Tom Morello I keep it moving, you'll be doing way too much I ain't telling time, just tell you when it's up Yep. Yeah, I'm only keeping good company I am not talking to you if you don't have love for me Yeah, 
One for you and one for me I am not talking to you if you don't have love for me Yeah, I mean wow, do not touch that dial I've waited a while, been around Just like word of mouth, you gon' hear me out And I, and I, and I, and I put that on my house I'm always going overboard, I better swim before I drown I'm like rubber with the bounce, hundred beat a count Drumming loud as thunder with the sounds, yeah I was younger, fuck around every summer wild. Always had it jumping at the house. Yeah, clapping for y'all. I'm into having it all. Feeling like Shaq with the car. Stature is tall. Rolling around with the homies. A battery pack with my dogs. Fuck with my thoughts. Having enough ain't a lot. Putting a check in the box. Straight to the top. It don't matter. Never mind the pattern when you taking yeah, no shot. Enough with the bullshit. Enough with the bullshit. Enough with the extras. Fuck up my money. I swear I've been through it. Fuck all the losing. That's just an illusion. Gotta keep them coming back for more to keep it moving. Yeah, I'm only keeping good company. I am not talking to you if you don't have love for me. Yeah, one for you and one for me. I am not talking to you if you don't have love for me. Follow me another way. Yeah, you know you better stand, goddamn. Put your hands together. Everybody got money, get the band together. Moving like you can't stand the weather, but it ain't gon' rain always. No